and that lets you save the look here true form life green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, and today I'm bringing on another special guest, Dorothy Keith. Now, if you're a regular listener, you know all about Dorothy. She helps facilitate our monthly membership and online work at True Form Life. She's done many fitness competitions. She does marathons. She does all kinds of things to live a healthy lifestyle, and she really focuses on nutrition as well, designing meal plans and helping people stay healthy in the kitchen as well, so we can be more excited to have her here with us today. Now, Today we're going to be talking about fitness equipment, but more so improving your exercise experience. Now we know sometimes it's challenging to improve your exercise experience. We know sometimes we don't want to go to the gym. We don't want to work out at home. So we've put together a list of different things that can improve your experience. Maybe it's through music. Maybe it's through clothing. And we just basically want to help you get a better experience when it comes to working out and exercising. So we got all kinds of tips and takeaways. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so we are going to jump right into it. Thanks so much for being here on another show, Dorothy. Thanks, Drew. I always enjoy coming on. It was a very lovely intro you did for me. Thanks very much. It's not my first rodeo. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so today we want to talk about improving your exercise experience. Now, when you feel or when you think about an exercise experience, what does that make you feel like or how does that sound? I think a lot of times people are scared to exercise or, or worried about different types of workouts because they're not sure what to expect or how to make that enjoyable. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting topic. I'm super excited to talk about it today because when I first started working out in, in a gym environment, you know, it did take a while to make the experience feel comfortable. And it's all about all about the senses too and, and heightening your your sensual, uh, a word, like your sensual experience, senses, <laughs> or is that something totally off? <laughs> but, but what I wanted to kind of get at was like how how you feel and like what um what you even like what you smell or what you know all of those those things like the small things are what counts i guess is what i'm getting at with the things maybe we don't think about right away yeah i think everything makes a difference especially when it comes to experiences and whatever word you made up there <laughs> <laughs> i think it's exactly right like every little thing makes a difference and many times what we preach is how you do one thing is how you do everything and that comes into play when we talk about fitness as well so when you're going to a gym what can make you feel more comfortable or when you're working out at home what could make that experience more pleasant so that's what we want to go over today and i think a lot of people can get something out of this to make their whole experience that much better yeah and i'll just touch on my own experience a little bit for for a minute here drew and because i used to be one of those people that didn't get so excited about going to the gym and it had a lot to do with with these little things we're going to talk about you know clothing and music and shoes all of those things they just didn't add up 
to a very positive experience. But once you start looking at the little things and changing just one small thing can make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. No question. So I think let's get into some tips here. One of the ma major, major things I want to talk about here is shoes. And you have a lot of experience with this because of all your running. You've done your, well, you've done all kinds of different runs. But tell us about your experience with your, your feet and shoes and now what you recommend. Well, hands down, the shoes that you're wearing on your feet will make a huge difference, whether you're a runner or not. So when I first started running, I had very inexpensive <laughs> shoes. And, you know, I was like, wow, maybe this running isn't for me because my my shins were always hurting. You know, I had shin splints and the bottoms of my soles of the feet were hurting. And then um, I looked to shoes and I was like, well, maybe... I should get myself a proper pair of shoes. So I actually went and got my my feet like looked at right by by a uh, at a running store like a specialty store that sells running shoes. You know they look at how you walk, they look at your your feet, and they actually recommended a pair of specific shoes for my feet, which made a whole world of difference. So now whenever um, I'm out running, you know, nothing compares to the feeling of, of a nice pair of running shoes. It feels like you're running on clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. I'm guilty of wearing shoes far past their, their due date. And I think many people don't realize how much of a difference that could make and so one of the first things that we recommend when someone says I have shin splints is you should look at your shoes and we look at we have we deal with all types of different people and we have ankle injuries we have knee issues we have soul issues and then shin splints is a big one as well so if you have shin splints you should definitely look at your shoes of course it also comes into the types of surface that you're running on so if you're often if you often have shin splints and you're always running on hard surfaces you should try to run on softer surfaces if that's available to you in your area but again when it comes to shoes i think that we can find a whole lot more pleasure around our joints and by by changing our shoes and paying attention to actually what's going on our feet yeah it's it's by far one of the top things to look at when you know exercising and not just running but if you're working out on a consistent basis as well all right, so we got we got shoes out of the way. I know a big one is clothes, <laughs> clothing. I want to touch on clothing here, and I feel like there we have to find a happy medium here, which is what we're going to talk about. I feel like some people feel like they need to have the the brand new types of clothes or the best type of clothes out there, or they're not going to work out, which can be very expensive. And then I think sometimes we don't have clothes that fit, or we don't have the proper types of clothes that breathe. And I just want to know your experience, Dorothy, with what you found comfort level to improve your experience. You kind of uh, touched on something up there, Drew, that hit home for me. And it was clothes that fit because, you know, for me, I was wearing clothes that were too big for me. I had lost some weight years ago and I was wearing the same clothes. And, you know, it's it's it was so liberating, I suppose, when I actually broke down and bought some new clothes that fit fit that your confidence just increases when you have clothes that fit properly 
Yeah, and I think it's the opposite. We feel the opposite. Like if we have clothes, and when you say clothes that fit, you don't mean like skin-tight clothing or clothing that shows half your body. You're talking about clothing that actually fits your body. That is your size. <laughs> <laughs> and I think many times that we go and we try to hide ourselves in these clothes that are way too big for us if we have some pounds to lose, and that like we, we reduce our confidence level that way by hiding and it's not really doing ourselves any justice that's right that's exactly what i was doing drew and not even really aware of it but i was trying to hide through my clothes you know because i thought that it felt good to have loose clothing right but then i didn't realize the impact it was having on my confidence level until you know i broke down <laughs> and actually did buy clothes that fit which felt so much better. Yeah, well, tell, tell us about how it felt once you had clothing that fit in the gym because I'd imagine it was a struggle. You didn't just buy new clothes and were like, ah, this is much better. You probably had a bit of a transition to go through. Well, they did sit in the drawer for quite some time, my new clothes, because it does feel, you know, when you're going from baggy clothes to, you know, clothes that fit, it does take some time to get used to them. They feel tight, even though they do fit you properly. But it took, so I started just wearing them a bit more at home first to get used to them before I started wearing to them to the gym. But you know, one of the first things I noticed was that the comfort level, I wasn't always pulling my pants up when I was running or I literally was holding my pants when I was running in my fist, like a, a big fistful of, of pants and, and, you know, by my waist, I would hold it up while I was running because that's the only way they stay up. And how ridiculous is that, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that's funny. We see that all the time, though. We see people that refuse to buy smaller clothing. And I don't know what the, where it comes from or like what the fear is that we'll buy smaller clothes and then we're going to gain the weight back and then we're not going to fit in those smaller clothes again. Yeah, it could be that, but it's also that feeling too, because when you're buying clothes that fit you, if and you have been wearing clothes that are too big, there's that fear that it's too tight, you know? So even though they do, they do fit you. But I have to say, after I got used to wearing clothes that were my size, you know, just that confidence level increased and, you know, just the comfort level, right? Those things like holding my pants up or pulling my pants up, I no longer had to do. And it just like, just my smiles increased. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about after you felt that confidence? I think there was that transition stage that we talked about where your clothes sat in the drawer and then maybe I'm sure the first few times you wore those clothes, you didn't feel all that comfortable in the gym atmosphere. I think when we go to the gym to begin with, people think that everyone's staring at them. So then you get some new clothes and then that your, that your confidence level gets shocked again. But what about after, how did you feel once you started to get more comfortable in those new clothes? Well, I think it's interesting, Drew, because it does feel, I don't know where that comes from, but it does feel like people are looking at you. But people are so wrapped up into their own workout, into what they're doing, they don't have time to look at, you, at what you're doing, right? So if we can just understand that and try to work through that, you know, you, you will kind of get to the other side. 
All right. So I think that covers, that's a good chunk of what we wanted to talk about with the, with the clothing. And I think really, if you get a chance, try to find some new clothing. They don't have to be brand new or they don't have to be super expensive, but just go and try to find clothes that, clothes that fits so you can find some new confidence. Now, the next topic we want to talk about here is a success journal, Dorothy, or maybe an exercise journal. I know you like to actually carry your written one around. I do. <laughs> so tell us about the benefits of carrying something like this around. I think a lot of times when we enter the gym, it, it can be scary. You know, there's all these equipment that, you know, a lot of times we don't know how to use. We see other people using it. And we might feel a little out of place or a little out of sorts because we don't know exactly what to do. So if we have a success journal and we bring in a plan with us of exactly what to do, it increases our comfort level so much because we have a plan and now all we have to do is execute the plan. And then so that's something that you plan out before you go to the gym. Exactly. So you sit down and, and you write out exactly what you're going to do. And it just kind of brings those nerves down or that anxiety down a little bit so that when you arrive, you just open your book and away you go. You don't even have to think about it because the thinking's already done. You just bring your plan into action. And I think sometimes people, they're not really sure what to do at the gym. So they wander around, they try a few machines. And usually at the start of the year, we see this. Like it's actually, you can actually see people brand new to the gym. They're, they're super uncomfortable, not really sure where to go or what to do. And they try a few machines and then leave. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you get into the issues of not seeing the results, not having a proper plan. And then you don't get a chance to really see the benefits and enjoy working out. Yeah, and you you don't, you know, when I first started bringing my journal to the gym, I w was a little bit timid because I didn't know, like, the perception, what the perception would be. But, you know, there's a lot of people who do bring journals to the gym or they have their plan on their phone, right? A lot of people do that now as well. So if you're more comfortable with a digital copy, you could do that as well. And what else could you use? This is, we're explaining maybe an exercise journal, but we like to call it a success journal. What else could you add to this journal that you're carrying around the gym? Well, you could even add your food into the journal throughout the day, your water intake. You can add uh, things like the way that you're feeling, or you could even more exercise related, you could even write out different um, ways to do, you know, different exercises. It's kind of like a step-by-step -step process even. Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just at Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. Yeah, you mentioned water there. That's something else I wanted to touch on here. And I think that we don't consider, We earlier we talked about these small things that make a big difference, but your water bottle in particular, how could that improve your experience 
through exercise. Oh my goodness, it brings me back to when I first started working out and I had like this water bottle that was quite old and inexpensive and it just leaked all over me and it just wasn't ideal. Um, it, like how is that going to make you feel good, right? This this water bottle that's leaking all, all over you when you take a drink. So even something as simple as having a water bottle that's easy to drink out of, that's a bit higher quality so the water tastes good, can make a big difference in, in your gym experience. Now you mentioned how the water tastes good. Sometimes they, you get a cheaper or lower quality bottle and the water tastes like metal. It does. You're right. <laughs> so we like to we like to try to encourage people to avoid plastic. So they do have different like glass types of water bottles. I personally carry a mason jar which some people still get a kick out of, but I'm okay with. <laughs> but then, but you also have your better quality water, or sorry, aluminum types of water bottles that last. And they, and if they're better quality, they're not going to taste like metal. That's a really good point because a lot of people say that, oh, I don't like those metal uh, water bottles because it tastes funny, makes my water taste funny. But that is the more the more inexpensive. If sorry, tripping over my words, <laughs> but inexpensive, that's me making up words again. But if it's an inexpensive water bottle, then yeah, it, the quality is going to be lower. So look for one that has a nice like pop up lid or a straw that's easy to drink out of. I used to have one with this twist off lid. So every time I wanted a drink out of it, I'd twist the lid off and then I got a water bath because there was no like spout on it. <laughs> And then, so when we talk about water, I think a lot of people are like, I don't like to taste the water. I don't like to drink water. What can we offer to help people drink more water throughout the day and during, during, before and after their workouts? Well, I think the first step is just what we talked about is finding a nice quality water bottle that's easy to drink out of. If it's the taste that you're not, you know, if your water doesn't taste good, then um, look to filtered water. So filtering your own water, you know, there's lots of different options out there that you can use in home to filter to filter water. As well, you can add flavor to your water. And I'm not talking about these little pouches with the powders in it, <laughs> but I'm talking about naturally flavoring your water with fruit or herbs. You know, you can do a lemon or a mint, or you can add berries to your water to make it taste better. Yeah, those are some great tips. And when we talk about filtered water, I think that sometimes there's a lot of controversy around what's in water. But to me, like sometimes you run the tap water and the tap water actually smells bad. You're like, whoa, what had just happened? Like, what did they put in the water? And many times it's not something that we should be consuming. <laughs> so at the very least, consider, especially if you don't like to taste the water, consider some type of filter to clean your water. So it, and it gets rid of that smell and it gets rid of that taste. So you're not so prone to be like, oh, that water tastes bad. I don't want to drink it anyways. Yeah, that's that's a great tips, Drew. And uh, just to increase your your water intake, I you know there's all kinds of things you can do, like drinking from a straw, for example, or a water bottle with a spout, for example. And recording it in your journal is going to help you get to the goal that you're wanting to achieve. 
So just a quick tip here, men should be looking at close to four liters a day, which sounds a lot, like a lot. And you know, you can tell if you're dehydrated or if you're getting enough water by the color of your urine. And so if it's bright or, or sorry, it's usually like super dark when you're dehydrated, dark yellow, then it gets to be a bit brighter. So the lighter it is, the more hydrated you are. And you want to be, you want your urine to be clear. You want it to be white. So you want to keep working towards that by drinking more water. So men close to four liters, probably three and a half liters is, is what, what you should aim towards. And you will be going to the bathroom throughout the day. And that's something that we should get used to and we should accept because we need to continue to flush out toxins in our body and keep ourselves hydrated so we can rehydrate those cells in our body that keep us going throughout the day. And then for women, you're looking at closer to two liters of water. I would say at least two and a half if you can get those in there and just get used to the the process of everything it takes to be hydrated and feel better i think many times we have emotional issues we have um we have mood issues and we can relate to a lot of that back to being dehydrated from regular headaches or even injuries that are chronic and keep coming back by not flushing that out especially when it comes to after workouts like lactic acid that just sit in our muscles and keeps us sore yeah, hydration is so important, like you mentioned, Drew. So just to flush out those toxins and get rid of that yucky stuff out of our bodies. <laughs> One of the other ones I wanted to talk about here is earbuds or music is going to be in the same category. You see a lot of people with different types of headphones today. It seem to be, seems to be more trendy. And some people are music people and some aren't. Personally, I'm not. But I know, Dorothy, you are. And I think there's a lot of benefits from the music and the equipment that you have to listen to it. So what do you think about that? Um, great topic, Drew. <laughs> so if it's in something endurance-wise, so if I'm running a long distance, I do like to have music because, you know, it kind of takes your mind off the repetitiveness so with running right you're you're repeating the same motion over and over so it, it does help increase my uh, my motivation I suppose or my what is that called Drew like when you're trying to get to your goal <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for there. Okay, maybe it's a lost word. But anyway, or maybe there are no words. <laughs> but anyway, I used to have these old, like, airplane <laughs> cheap headphones. When I was running, they would just, like, pop out of my ear. Or they had this little humming buzz sound. And I didn't really know the difference between that and a quality earbud. And, you know... And I finally, I'm not sure, I think I just finally got tired of that humming and buzz and I'm like, it shouldn't be like this. So I did invest in some, some higher quality uh, earbuds and it made the world of difference. I remember the first run I took on, uh, I, I took them with me and I was like, oh my gosh, they stay in my ear. I don't have to keep putting them in my ear. And I kept getting headaches because of, with the cheap ones because they kept pushing like into my ear and they weren't comfortable and I I don't know why I didn't like relate this but then so I had no headaches with with the higher quality ones it wasn't buzzing in my ear and they actually stayed in my ear which changed the whole experience of, of my workout and then well what about the price is something that is going to be an issue or a concern and i think that if you're going to have better quality 
then you should get used to spending more money. Like you could get the cheapest ones possible. You remember the ones that they used to give you on the on airplanes? That's the ones I had. <laughs> well, th- those are. I mean, of course they're they're free or they're super cheap, and of course they're going to be low quality. The music is isn't going to sound great, and they're going to fall out of your ears. So I think we have to find a happy medium from what we can afford and then our comfort level. And what was the brand that you bought, Dorothy? I purchased a set of Bose. Um, Earbuds. Yeah, so there's a lot of different kinds, and those were, I don't know how much those were, a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, around. Like, I can't remember. It's been a couple years, but, you know, between, around 100, yeah. Around 100 or 200. I don't know, in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> 100 to 200 somewhere. Yeah. And then there are a lot of people are walking around with the headphone, actual headphones on, and you can get the ones that are cordless or wireless, however you want to call it. But there's a lot of different things that you can do to improve your experience around music at the gym. So consider that because I, I, ran, I went through the same thing myself when I was doing a bit more running. I actually listened to some podcasts <laughs> and a bit of music, but I, for me, it's more medita- meditative, so you don't have to listen to music, but if you are going to go that route, try to get some better quality technology or better quality. And when I, when I say technology, I mean there's some paid, uh, some paid music that you can find as well. Music is along this topic we wanted to mention. So there's Spotify. I think you can get a free version or paid version. Dorothy, you listen to Google Play sometimes. Yes, Google Play, yep. Again, I think there's a free and a paid version. Uh, Sirius Radio is another one that we listen to, which is paid. And then I don't know. I think you can. You can then you can buy stuff on iTunes, like buy music or songs on iTunes. Yeah, there's there's a variety of different things you can do, and of course, um, each one bring brings a different advantage. But um, just find what works for you, and then again, what is within your your price range. Right. All right. So the last topic I wanted to cover here is being friendly at the <laughs> gym. Dorothy, this is kind of your expertise <laughs> being friendly and something i could learn from as well so what is it like when you're friendly to other people whether you're at the, you know what i don't think it, does, it doesn't have to be at the gym like we're people that love to be outside and be active it could be running it could be hanging out at the beach it could be going for a walk or a bike ride or at the gym i think in this situation it doesn't matter where you are it's going to improve your experience by being friendlier yeah and you know what you put out there what you give is what you get in return so you know if you show up to the gym grumpy because you have to do have to do a workout then that's what you will receive back, right? That energy is what you'll receive back. So why not show up with the smile on your face and happy that you get to do your workout? And just, it doesn't, being friendly doesn't have to be uh, a huge conversation with somebody. It can just be like, it can just be a hello. It can be a have a good workout, you know? And a smile on your face will return a smile. So, and then I just think there's so much warmth and comfort and happiness just that we get from a smile. <laughs> yeah, it could be a smile. You could wave at someone from, from across the gym. Some people are, are super busy and they only have 20, 30 minutes. They want to get a great workout in. So it doesn't have to be a social scene. But even if you're going for a walk or you're jogging down the path, there's nothing wrong with saying hi or good morning. I think that goes so far to brighten your day and someone else's just by being uh, more active or involved in, I don't know, in, friend, in friendliness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. We want to thank you so much for being here. We always appreciate you tuning in. Dorothy, thank you. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. I always love coming on, Drew. This is a fun show. 
All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, we want to thank you for being here. We want to thank Dorothy for coming in and being a special guest. She always has so many different ideas, a different perspective, tips and takeaways. I think it means so much more when you live a healthy lifestyle all the time and you lead by example. And that's certainly something Dorothy does. And it's pretty cool to have a different experience again from her marathon running experiences or her, her fun runs that sometimes probably aren't so fun. She, she actually told us off air she's going to be doing some Spartan runs Maybe the trifecta is going to be in her near future coming up this summer. So we'll be certainly keeping you up to date to how that's going as well. But I think improving our overall experience when it comes to working out, when it comes to exercise, is an important topic because we don't have to be miserable when it comes to workouts. So we don't have to struggle through exercise all the time. There does come a time where it gets easier. I promise it really does. You just have to stick stick with it. You have to get through the hard times. You have to create healthy habits. You have to find something that you love. And I put up a post on Facebook. You heard earlier our Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash trueformlife. And I just put up a post about doing things that you enjoy. For myself personally, I don't love being in the gym for hours. I really enjoy full body weight exercises. I love to get outside and be active. And I'm really enjoying gymnastics as well right now. So I go once a week and I learn all kinds of cool different things. And I look forward to it. And it really complements Compliments my workouts in general, but it compliments my week because I'm always looking forward to trying something new and getting better in different areas. So just try to find something that works within your lifestyle and helps you work towards the goals that you want to reach. All, all these past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So if you ever miss a show, you can go there. As you know, Dorothy does coaching as well. She does one-on-one personalized coaching with meal plans. So if you want more details, you can head over to trueformlife.com slash Healthy Lifestyle Coaching with Dorothy Keith. And then we have a free app that you can download on any Apple device. So if you ever miss a show or if you just want to take the show with you wherever you go, just head over to the Apple Store and look for EMB app, Exploring Mind and Body. And then again, I want to thank you guys so much for being here. We certainly wouldn't have a show without you. Whether you're listening to us on Terrestrial Station, we're syndicated across Canada and we're also a podcast on iTunes all across the world thank you so much for being here don't forget about our monthly membership if you want more details head over to trueformlife.com where we do meal planning recipes fitness routines and more that's it that's all I got I'm out of here as always I'm your host Drew Taglia You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.